Hey, welcome back to the Super Fantastic Terrific Show. My name is Russ Turley. I am Brad Challen. I'm Andy Wenger. And we are here, first off, to talk about a sad thing here. Uh, it seems like every time we do a podcast now, somebody important or famous Oh, dies. that's right. right. We had uh, Bill Paxton last time, yeah. a couple of shows Aww. ago we talked about. Oh, and uh, this time, I forgot about that. The uh, we lost my favorite Bond, the best Bond. Hey the guys, Bond. and you know what? I wanted to give special congratulations to Super Fantastic Terrific because when we rated the Bonds, I believe we put Roger Moore number one Bond. Yeah, didn't we? Yes. Well, I know, okay. I know, I'm not my number one Bond for sure. I'm, I can't remember back now. It's been a while. I, said, but... I think I said Timothy Dalton, Roger Moore, and then. Uh, Old old battle axe. I'm sure we'll hear from him. We reached out to <laughs> Mr. Connery for his statement. He told me to go. He's really told me exactly what I should do to myself. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm excited by uh, that. Well, the yeah. surprise to me was that he was that old. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. No, see, I, would I was not so have guessed that when he started as Bond. He was already about the same age, I think, as Connery was when Connery left. But Connery just looked older. Like Connery must have got, had like a rough drinking. Patch there because uh, just a lot of hard yeah. years. When, when he stopped Bond and he took a little break and he came back as Bond, he looked like he'd aged like about ten years. Oh yeah, well I think he, yeah, I'm not sure what was going on there between time, but I don't know. He uh, uh, he was too much Zardos. Something something that was happening. Eighty nine sure. is a great age. But eighty nine, yeah, and yeah. I, you know I, I didn't. I guess it, when did he pass away last night? I guess or yeah, yesterday. Or, yeah. I, I heard that this morning on. I was yeah, looking up the internet. Uh, oh, I, you know, I went on the internet at work. You know, hard at work at the yeah. on. Uh, yeah, and saw him you know, sure. read news, and I'm like, oh, Roger Moore, no way. Oh. Yeah, that sucks. But, you know, I was thinking we're in for such a cavalcade of death over the oh. next, like, ten years. Oh, it's yeah. everyone yeah. who we love. Well, it's a parade, the and there's also another, like, well, I mean, yeah. of course, we did our big Bond cast on show number 14, where we, right. like I said, where we rated the Bonds and, you know, got into I, the controversy. I remember, who was it that kept slipping... Down the li- it was it was Connery that kept slipping down the he list. He did keep slipping somebody. down. He did. The oh list. no, I, I in was... a blasphemous uh, free fall. <laughs> well, there's a lot of honorable mentions, and when you start thinking, you know, it's so easy to just give it to Sean Connery. Yeah. But now everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, I don't so, know if you've been on Facebook. Oh, of but, course. You know. Oh, you know, oh, now Roger, Roger Moore is my favorite. Was the smoothest yeah. Bond was, and all this stuff. And he was not Whatever, the smoothest. No, he, he was. He was, he was the, the cheesiest. He was. He was the cheesiest. He was the best at the one-liners. Yeah. Um and but he'll always be my bond. Yeah, and that's, yeah dude. And, a, and like we said before, it's more of a generational thing. It's kind of like the bond you grew up with. Right, that's it's right. Is your yeah. bond unless you grew that's up with right. Timothy Dalton? Then you just have to find another bond. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But there might be that like that small group of people that you know their first bond was George Lazenby, and they were like, "Oh man, why didn't he come back? Why? Oh, George, <laughs> we miss you. Oh, George. Yeah, well, <laughs> you he has who, fans out there. But you know who else died? In no, last week, uh, Powers Booth. Powers no. Booth. He pay- played uh, what was it, Malik on Agents of Shield. So he's the second Agents of Shield um, guest star, basically, that died. He was like the, on the one where um, Ward came back as Hive. And right. He was like the guy from the World Council, one of the top um, people left in uh, Hydra. And he was also famously on Deadwood, which me and Eric used to watch religiously together. He no, was the a great owner of show. the other saloon, other than Swergen. Saloon. So he was oh, like right. the battling uh, saloon Absolutely. He's been in tons of things. You'd recognize oh, him in yeah. a second. But How old was he? He was 60? Like 60s, in yeah. the 60s. He oh, was that right? That oh, my old. goodness. So both Bill Paxton and Annie both died in their 60s. Oh, my. Jeez. It must be the curse of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> it must be. My goodness. Oh, God. Speaking of. No, my God. Oh, so. Uh, I mean, not to go long into it, but that was pretty damn terrific. And I'm glad. What was that? It was so great. I mean, having the. Uh, the uh, Ghost Rider come back. Yeah, he's like, I got found. I have a new uh, new trick. And he takes yeah. that chain and starts whipping the thing around. Like, oh, and he basically opened up between... a wormhole, kind of like like uh, Doctor Strange style, is the way you use the whip. Absolutely, to open up that doorway. And then who knows where the hell they ended up at the end there? That was like crazy. You know, Coulson wakes up. He's on a spaceship looking out at some. Uh, yeah, that ah. was that was some seriously trippy stuff coming in. Like kind of a preview of what's coming up. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to season five. But I'm that whole but that whole Agents of Hydra, the deal with the yeah. uh, the, framework, the framework. I mean, that was some great stuff. Oh yeah, it was such, it, it, you know, especially I, bringing back Ward and Trip. And I was watching the the finale with you know, my Laurie and, yeah. and some of the kids, and they're like, "Oh, so what's what's happening?" I'm like, "You know what." 
There's no way on earth it. I can explain this to you. <laughs> if and you haven't seen the other episodes. It, it's just it's too. It, you would go, oh, that just sounds like ridiculous, and why would anybody even no, watch it, it was, or believe that? And you know, but it was good. It was so good, and especially Fitz. Fitz made a great villain. I mean. He was very good. I love it when I, they give actors this, these chances to basically play. Like, Ward's basically played, like, how many different characters on the show now? Well, he's so always... Like the fifth he's, version he, of him. He's always the same character. He's like the... Uh, he, he's, you know, he's two-faced, and yeah. you just don't know which one you like or, yeah. you know, which one you're going to side with. But anyway, I just thought no, I'd no. give that a mention. That's Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. <laughs> some night on... Yeah, yeah some what? night on whatever these dudes are watching. <laughs> Tuesday nights at 10, so I normally watch it a couple days later. <laughs> what, I think the it whole shows up on the DVR, on, yeah, and I have no yeah. idea when it's on. Yeah. I think the whole thing's on Netflix. I should check It'll it out. It'll be, like, it was very shortly here. Yeah. The latest season will be on there, and you should and all check it out. And get past the first season, because a lot of people, the first season was kind uh, like, of Like I did. The there first... was a lot of character development. A lot of people dropped out, and they missed out, because that show has just gotten better and better and better. What season is it on? It, this, it just ended its fourth, and it's being renewed for oh, a man. I hear people talk about it all the time. Yeah, I would say it's my favorite show Currently, I'll have to check that out. Mm, All yeah, right, agree. Well, we have quite a few a, things to talk about. Quite a few. Quite we've a got, few we've got a couple movies we're going to talk yeah. about tonight. We've got one we watched on whatever, however you watched it on <laughs> <laughs> from uh, uh, whatever also, you whatever YouTube or streaming thing you caught it. Whatever, yeah. whatever illicit uh, place you found it, yeah. or uh, if you actually spent money on it. And we also got a movie that's currently in the theaters, just Racking. raking up the uh, the dough. Yep. But before we do that, we've got some quiz. What? what? It's quiz time, Russ. Oh, this was a it's feature quiz we time. were going to do probably about what four podcasts. Oh my god! Way. Yeah, and this all this information. Wait a second. And the best sound in the world. Well, that's a Pepsi, so it's the second <laughs> best sound in the world. <laughs> but um, anyhow, the tall boy Pepsi, the tall boy Pepsi, because Brad is a man, needs a man-sized soda. Yeah, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. So what we're doing is uh, Russ and I were talking the other day about about um, kind of critical reviews, mm. right? And like how some movies that I don't think should do very well seem to just go off the Richter, yeah. you know. And you're you're familiar with Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, there was the case of the movie that we watched um, last time, where the critics gave it like you know through the roof. Where we were surprised at how good a score. Right, right. But nobody right. ever even seen it because okay. it you know right. it only so, made three hundred thousand dollars. The thing that's so <laughs> weird about Rotten Tomatoes is that they provide an audience score, and then right next to the audience score is a critical score, mm-hmm. right? So I was figuring the differential should never really be more than like five points, right? Otherwise, what movies are, you know, who's, who's correct? Now, there are movies, I'm going to quiz you. Your goal I've is, already to, written down my scores. is to find out who liked it more better, dude. All right, so let's get this So it's just going. who liked it more better? Or who like yeah. more or who better? Who like it more better? Who do like it more better? <laughs> <laughs> Who going to like it more better? Okay. Uh, All right. Okay, good. Now, now if we can distill what the difference is here. Oh, and one of these movies I'm about to mention has a 40-point differential. Whoa. Oh, yeah. my God. So you pick the movie that has the 40-point differential, and that's good for uh, two points. We'll uh, can, I, can I give it a guess right off the bat? Um, no, 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 no. We're going to go down no. the list. Come on, Let's come on, come down on. The list. Brad wants to just skip he right to, to the... Uh, right to, to the big points. He wants man. us to bite to the okay. uh, center of the Tootsie Pop here. here. This is not good. Yeah. Okay. I got, got it. I got my pen and everything. Okay. Okay, guys. Bill Pullman, Will Smith, Independence Day, kind of a mess. Who's going to like it more <laughs> is that the Cookie Monster, or what is that? That's me. That's yours. I do all my own sound effects. <laughs> okay. Independence Day is one of those movies that if you watch it now, you can't believe that anyone ever liked it. Well, the funny thing oh, is... Oh, come on. I don't, I don't, oh, we will have a I don't think it serious. holds up, but at the time, okay. I thought it was kick Oh, ass. okay, okay. Now, Brad just brought something up, dude. A lot of movies that, that were rated kick-ass when they came out have kind of fallen, dude. Well, that shouldn't be fair. That, that should be, yeah. you know, because there's... Things don't, don't no, you no, know, no, no. I just mean that, like a movie like Clockwork Orange yeah. 20 years ago, you'd have a hard time finding a critic who would talk 
right. say anything bad about that movie, right? Yeah. But but you put 20 years and now you got critics coming out going, yeah. eh, maybe it's not that much. So if you check Rotten Tomatoes, the critical score of, you know, Clockwork Orange is not it's off, going... Uh, it's off the roof. Yeah. Uh, maybe. And the yeah. audience hates it. So I'm right. going to go first on this because this movie made a ton of money when right. it came out. So I'm gonna so it's either audience or critics who liked it better. Yeah, and if I, you guys both guess the same, then you got to see who's closer on the okay. number. I said audience likes it better. Audience, obviously, audience, okay, that's go. for sure. Okay. I said audience gave it an eighty. Wait, we have, we have to give a number? Yeah, because it's a tie, dude. Yeah, I already oh, made a little. Oh, yeah, if you, you said audience, I'm said critics. That's why I go first to give you. You, you go first, and I'll just go. I'll just bet a dollar. Oh, on oh you're, just, you're just gonna. Oh, Bryce is right. Me. That's right. Exactly. Mind you, he has his list here. I know. Yes. Okay. No, no, no. Wait a minute. No, no, no. This is off the cuff. Now, Russ. Now, you have ballparked some of these Rotten Tomato things with me, and you've been pretty close, dude. Yeah, you probably have the advantage. So, so because I'm gonna let my nostalgia slip in, and I'm gonna be like, I'm telling some of these movies. Okay, all right. So I gave it an 80 for the audience, and I gave it a 63 for the critics. Because okay. I know the critics thought it was a bunch of hogwash, and I know the audience at the time. I'm going to guess the uh, critics were in, in the, say, 45 range, Whoa. and uh, audience, and just because it's been so long, I'm going to say in the 75 range. Okay, guys, Russ has nailed it. Audience, 75%. Exactly. <laughs> And critics sixty one. Okay, so right. you were so close. Half and half. That's fifty percent. So, so you were very, very close as well. So that's good. Um, and now that we got that one out of the way, but I'm going to have to give the point to Russ. Okay, <laughs> you're going to have to give it to. Him. I'm going to have to. Give well, the I point nailed to it. Russ. I'm you know, if you, you nailed it. it you nailed it, right you nailed it like that. Okay, here we go. They're getting harder. We're going to skip one, and then I'll go back to it. Let's go to Time Bandits. No, no, no. What happened to Temple of Doom? Why are we going All back right, to it? For Christ's sake. Temple of Doom, starring Harrison Ford and that little Vietnamese kid who just cracked Short me round. Now, Short see, for round. Me, He's not is, a Vietnamese. This is where it's hard for me to play this game, because for me, obviously... Temple of Doom is like almost like a ninety nine out of. 100. I was yeah, I yeah. was gonna skip this one because the differential is only five. Mm. But and remember, this is if someone saw this thing today on DVD oh, and today. they went to Rotten Tomatoes, hmm. what they would put up. This is not what people would have put up in nineteen. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Eighty six. That's gonna throw a lot of my scores off. Eh, take, well, anyway, take, I take went, them down by. I five. went eighty five for the audience and seventy five for the critics. I know the critics. Gave it a, a little bit of harsh harshness because it said it was too dark. Okay, That's do it, interesting. Do it again. Say yours again. Eighty-five please. for the audience and seventy-five for the critics. Okay. I was gonna go. It was ninety audience, eighty-five critics. I think it's gonna be higher on both. I just think the I just remember the critics being like, "Oh, oh this! I can't believe they went this dude." Dark. Uh, and this is one of the weird ones: audience eighty, critics ni- uh, uh, critics eighty five. Oh, so wow. Russ so, nailed the critical score again. What was your audience? My score audience on that? score was eighty five. Eighty five. All right. Well, I got so that, yeah. That, I mean, it's just I knew it was gonna be high. I mean, it just uh, it was a temple of doom. Yeah, kind I, of I thought it would be higher than an audience rating of eighty, though. I would thought I would think I would so too. That's why I was going audience higher. I that's why I said it. my audience rating would be like off the freaking charts. Absolutely. So well, film. now here's one: Time Bandits. Time Bandits, Another. which is a movie that may have be, been colored by nostalgia. Yes. I saw it in the theater. Did you see it in the theater? Yes, I love this movie, and um, I yeah. love this movie. But I went against the grain of my personal beliefs and said that the audience, because Terry Gilliam's movies can be a little weird. Correct. You know, you got to kind of be in the mood for him or kind of get him to understand it. So I said 77 audience score and 80 for the critics. Wait a goddamn minute. Say it again. <laughs> 77 for the audience, 80 for the critics. I think the critics liked it better than the audience. Okay. And uh, 88 on the critics? Uh, 80. On the 80. Critics. All right, 80. Russ, what do you say? I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say critics, 60. I'm going to go audience 75. This one is bizarre, and Brad did nail mm. the audience score of 77, did you say? Yes. And a critical score of 91. What? Wow, even Dude, wow. critics love I would not it. Have I'm surprised that. they liked that was... it that much. I know. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. I, I mean, I like it that much, but I was shocked. I know, me too. Who's going to like it more better? Oh, thank <laughs> you for that. All right, moving on. Here's a movie that I thought really sucked and uh, has better better ratings than I would have guessed. Uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace. The bastard child of the entire oh, series. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, now remember, it's important to remember that if they had polled people coming out of the theater, they probably would be a lot higher than this. Yeah. But this well, is what no, people. Well, the funny thing is, if you poll people from a younger generation that hadn't seen the original Star Wars, those people love the all three of those films. Where it's the old folks like old fogies like us that saw the original films were like, oh, that's not my Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. So right. I think there was a, it was kind of mixed. I personally like it a lot still, even even with its fault, even with even though I think they should never have gone with an Anakin that young to start with. They should have started. Oh, with like him as a, a kid. Team. Yeah, right. that, that was a huge mistake. Jar Jar was a mistake. I mean, there's mistakes left so and right. So many mistakes. But yet there's like Darth Maul and. Some- oh, going to like it I'm going to say that the audience like gave it a 75 and the critics gave it a 60 because the critics raked this one across the coals. 60. Uh, he um, says audience 75, 75 critics, critics 60. 60. My personal score would be I, higher. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go high, higher on audience 80. I'm going to say 55 critics... Okay, well, I'm going to have to give this one to Brad because it's an audience score of 60 and a critical score of 56. Dude, the audience did not lie. I mean, people don't like that movie. You know what I mean? And yet it made as much money as it did. Well, (laughs) you know, I mean... Imagine there was some, how much? What year was it? Did it come out? Was uh, it? Ooh, well, it was the first Star Wars. Movie, I mean, the first. You know, of the, you know yeah. dude, I, I after how many it, years? Twenty years? Look, you know, plus. I, and to be honest, I saw it in the theater, and I didn't think it sucked that bad. And I didn't. think, I know what, you know, I didn't. All think I remember was that was, bad, was that, uh, that, that that race. You know, like yeah, that thing. Kicked, that pod that race was, was badass, ass, and the, the the battle on yeah. Gunga when they had those shields that were like energy shields. It was cool, man. You know. All right, now we're getting into the weird stuff. There's Shark, always a big fish. There's always a big one. <laughs> Sharknado 2. A 40-point difference here. Shark. Oh, you think it's a 40-point difference? Oh, wow. Brad is going dixis. in for his 40-point dixis. But I already, when I did my thing, I wasn't expecting that. So I said that the audience like gave it a 72 just because of the phenomena of Sharknado. Got not it. based on its actual quality because it wasn't as good as... The first one. That's or as bad. That's what I understand. The first one was bad, but not bad on purpose, so bad that it was good. The second one they tried to make bad and didn't quite get the formula right. So I'm gonna okay. say I'm gonna say the critics gave it a fifty. But okay. it's probably lower than that. Okay. <laughs> With those forty All right, uh, Russ, now they made a shitload of those sharks. Right, well I'm gonna movies. I didn't see I, I, I needed to look at the list before I don't think this is a forty pointer. I think I'm oh, going to say my 40-pointer oh, pointer for, right. uh, for one saves coming up. His, Russ saves his 40-point. Sharknado 2, the second one. The second one. What did the audience, how many out of 100 people thought, oh, I'd see that? You know, I, I think people are going to like to hate on this one. I'm going to give it, I'm going to say they gave it like a 50, 50%. 50. Okay. 5-0? 5-0. 5-0. And critics, I think they gave even lower, 35. Whoa. 35. You guys are going to have to help me out with who won on this one. Now, this is a big spread, but not the 40-point spread. Damn. This is an audience score of 32 and a critical score of 61. Oh, critical score of 61 and an audience score of 32. If an audience... Which is why they made so many of them, I bet. This is the second one, though. If the audience gave it a 35, how come we're having number five come out this summer? I don't know, man. That's what's so weird Who shows up for number three? Oh, you know what? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Did you say the first one was way better? (laughs) The first one was way worse, but not on Which is way better, right. Which was way better because it was... They it tried hard. Accidentally, <laughs> they tried hard to make a, a right. scary. This one had like all these Al Roker cameos and celebrity cameos, and and like everyone was jumping on the Sharknado bandwagon and it took away from the story. Like, I don't need to go to Al, skinny did. Al Roker every five minutes. No, to give me no. a Sharknado update. Uh, now here we go back in time to one of the great okay. classics of all time, Wizard of Oz. Talk about something that might be colored by nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Eighty-six Do- audience. 82 critics. 86. Wow. Audience, 82 critical. All right, Russ. I, I can't really argue with that other than give it, you know, I might bump it up a couple points per. Just go ahead. So instead of an 86. 89 for audience, 85 critics. Okay. 
Ruz has nailed the audience score of 89. <laughs> And the critical score is 99. Whoa! You can't, not everybody the in the world can like that. Come well, on. Well, it's a critical. Now. That's this critical score. Yeah, what critics are you going to find out there who says, oh, that movie sucked? Yeah, I mean, probably really, well, not. Well, it's kind of like Citizen classic. Kane. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, everybody in film school watches Citizen Kane. You go, okay, that was okay, but it's not the best movie ever no, made. No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. It's like, not it's like at all. the equivalent right. now of, I mean, I saw that the story on actual uh, William Randolph Hearst, like some documentary, and that was more interesting than that version. Ooh, like it more All right, moving on towards the conclusion. Weird Science starring Anthony Michael Hall. I mean, talk about a movie that might be colored by my nostalgia. I'd give that movie a 99 out of 100 oh, I still all, love day, that movie. all damn day uh, so long. So good, yes. Um, but th- this kids- may or may not be the 40 burner, but I, know, no, I'm no saying, I don't think so. I think this is closer. To- I'm going to say 80 audience, 75 critics. Okay, we got. Ooh, I like it better. Audience seventy five. I like it better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take both those down ten. Seventy five. Whoa. Sixty five. Uh, well, Russ wins because <sighs> it's a audience score of fifty nine and a oh. critical score of fifty six. Audience dude. score of fifty nine for Weird Science. These the are family jewels. These are people who watch it today, I guess, <laughs> and then See, go to the Rotten thing. Tomatoes. That's the thing. And, yeah, it's, well, it, I mean, people have very short memories. I didn't know dude, that they going do into have this, short memories. It was just today. Well, I don't even know if I could find a. a, a how many people have seen now? Weird, no, but how many really? How many people have seen Word Science now? That my, my kids think, haven't seen. I would it. think nobody that would wouldn't be interested in seeing it. So who's taking a chance on seeing Weird Science and mm. then not like? Should we it? spend the dollar ninety nine in rent on Amazon Prime? Hmm. It doesn't make any fucking. Crank up any the sense. old VCR and stick uh. Dad's tape in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the wrong tape, son. No. Okay, now. <laughs> We're coming to the end of the list. Russell has his 40-point. Uh, Brad is committed. Uh, Eddie and the Cruisers. Eddie and the Cruisers. Did you ever see this movie, Brad? I did not, so I just gave it <laughs> 75 and 75. And I know this was one of Russell's, Russell's okay, flicks, so I'm sure it's probably lower than that. 75. Uh, Russ, who, who starred in Eddie and the Cruisers? What was the name of that guy? Um, Eddie? Hmm. No, it was a dude. Michael. It was a handsome dude. He was, uh, well, well, he was. I can't remember his what name. What was the band in it? Who did all the Eddie music and the for? crew. Oh, it was uh, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Oh, man. And yeah, they rocked, man. They did. All right. You've never seen it. It's a rock and roll type uh, movie about a young guy who don't take shit from nobody. And isn't it like Russell, one, one of Russell's tens? <sighs> well, it's I up know there. That, it's yeah, up there. I, I mean, mean, you know, it's one of those ones I can watch. So you telling me oh, this uh, is the 40 point swing? I think this is the 40 point swing here. I think, I think it is. I think I, I, this I, I, is the forty point. <laughs> it is. Swing. I, I see. Eddie I, did that just to. I to saw it on the list. I went. You. That's the forty pointer. Yeah. Damn it! Now I'm gonna need. I though, I know, no. I'm gonna need. So now you can guess too. Dude. Okay. Well, this I, is you, the you guess 75, 75 already. Yeah. So I've, well. already, I've already won. But right. what is it? I can't. Uh, see, well, I, I think this is going to be fan hire critically low. I'm going to guess 85-45. Eddie and the Cruisers, audience 73, okay. critics 33. Okay, well, okay. I'm, wow, critics I got, hated I got, that I got, I got the right uh, mix, I mean, the audience right. and critics, because... All yeah, the critics but you are know wrong. What? Dude, <laughs> that's that's pretty crazy because that's almost eighty yeah. percent of people who see it today. I guess it's phenomenal. You know what I it's mean? a great. It's it, it's great. Well, it did spawn a sequel, no? It did. Yeah. All right. And last lives. one. Last one. A View to a Kill, starring uh, the last one. I have the yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go on. We got one more. Last yeah, one what it's starring the heavenly Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. God God rest his soul. Brad, who liked it more better? View to a Kill. Audiences liked it more better. I'm gonna I'm just gonna randomly say an 83 for audiences and a 72 for the critics. Okay, go ahead, Russ. Uh, critics sixty-seven. Okay, an the audience. Audience eighty-two. Eighty-two. 
The actual numbers for View to a Kill are audience 36. Oh! Give me a break! And critics 40. No! Yes. Blasphemy! Yes. My no. favorite Bond movie. Christopher Walken. Grace, My favorite Bond Grace movie. Jones. Can you believe Duran that? Duran Duran theme song. I'm Roger Moore. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, what It doesn't the make any sense. hell is up with you? Obviously, yeah. these I people are know. Daniel Craig fans. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. They Everybody wants, and this is what we were talking about this today at work. Everybody wants to be like on the winning team, or like they want to be with their team. And now their team is whoever the latest guy is. And so yeah, they can, know. you know, like, oh, it's going to make big bucks. See, I knew he's yeah. he's the best Bond ever. Oh right, Fuck right, that. right. Well, that's not, why I'm not, not for not that. Good. When people say their guilty pleasure list, I say. Fuck the guilty pleasure. It's, That's right. It's your pleasure. Own it. Oh, there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. I don't believe. No. Now, now, but now I'm Speaking guilty of. Oh, sorry. I was going to tr- segue into the next segment and say I was guilty of not watching the entire movie what I was supposed to watch that we're, I think, pretty much going to discuss next. Okay. However, well, we I can did do, study it and can, saw the extended trailer. We can do uh, Guardians first, then. Great, because that one will pick up more time. We'll spend less time on the yes, right. Because yeah, we've, so all we've, we've all seen. So Guardians. we've all seen the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yes. So did, did I win the first? Did I win the quiz? Yes, you won, you the, won quiz. the quiz, oh, okay. and right. you're getting a T-shirt. Oh, Super fantastic, whoa. terrific. Okay. <laughs> so Guardians of the Galaxy Two Volume Two, two Volume Two. Yeah, Guardians yeah, of the Volume Two. What? Uh, tell me, Brad. It, How was it for you? Oh, it opens up with this scene of mm. like a, a long-haired, wild-haired, uh, a young Kurt Russell. <laughs> yes. Driving driving around back in the old town where Star-Lord was born, about ready to do it with his mom. Oh, is that his dad? Yeah, that's, that's his cool. dad. And basically, um, the song uh, Brandy? Brandy. Comes on the radio. Brandy, you Yeah, man. That, that music is great. And for dude. me, the funniest thing is because that song... Instantly takes me back to Tiki Oasis because the Lampshades, which um, is a is like a comedy band, they do like a lounge act. Oh, it stars um, the girl that played Meredith on The Office as like the female singer, and there's some other guy who plays the drunk or drunk cohort. They do a <laughs> they do a song called Brandy Mandy, mixing um, Barry Manilow's uh, Mandy with that song Brandy together. So instantly, I was like already laughing. Uh, just thinking of that. Oh, as, well, remember what we, we got to get that to put on post with the. Oh yeah, uh, the lampshade. Oh yeah, the lampshade. Brandy Mandy is a great song. Oh, it sounds good. I like that. Oh. But anyway, so that's how it starts out. Then all of a sudden we jump ahead thirty-four years, and the Guardians of the Galaxy are on some platform, getting ready to go into battle against some giant creature to save some. Very, very important batteries. Like, these are really expensive batteries. Now, can, can we get a thinner plot, really, to, like, to start off? Ah, man, you don't need Anyway, but, but this is, this is going to be my point. Okay. Who cares about the plot of this movie? This movie was just one fun, crazy, nonsensical, silly roller coaster ride. It was jokey. It, it made fun of itself. It doesn't take itself too seriously. The movie starts out, you think you're going to get this giant action scene. And instead, you get Groot. Baby Groot oh, yes. grooving to some song in the foreground Aww. for like three minutes while everyone else is battling this gigantic, you know, uh, Ragtar, Raftar from Star Wars in the it's background. Right. Exactly. And it's kind of just cool because Groot's just getting his groove on. And then, like, when he sees one of them, he, like, stops dancing. Then he starts dancing again. Oh, baby, Groot's adorable. I want to bring him home. And I think it was a great way just to kick off this movie. I love it. <laughs> So obviously Russell's gonna have a different pigeon. I saw the way he leaned back in his chair and I shook his like, head a bit. I like that green uh, lady. Who's the actor? He's always Saldana. She is so good, man. And the guy who plays uh, Drax, oh, uh, David David a wrestler, yeah. dude, like that guy is one of the best parts of that of the entire movie, man. <laughs> I do agree um, with that. Um, nice. I I think that. Uh, uh, Russell, what do you think? <laughs> well, I have to say, the, uh, it seemed like the first, I don't know, what, it was a good 15, 20 minutes of the, of the movie was just a bunch of <gasps> cheap jokes. And, Funny? Uh, no. And I, I, think, I was thinking like, wow, these are really bad. And I think maybe they were supposed to be bad. I don't know. And you think it's taking itself not too seriously? 
I think they could have taken their jokes more seriously and crafted some better ones. Ooh. Well, what because, is it, potty humor or something like that? You know, Are they farting? You know, I, I can't. Yeah, it's, but it's – I can't remember now the specifics. I have a totally uh, different take on this. This, like, takes me back to high school sitting on that bench mm. at Wilson when we'd all just sit around and just give each other crap. Oh yes. right, right. Roasting right, each right. other. It makes it takes me back to junior yeah. high school when Mike Vela told Eric, "You can, I dare you, you can't bag on me for the entire lunch period." And Eric went off on a on a beautifully crafted tirade that was like a, like a masterpiece. Of, it was like improv thing. stream of consciousness improv greatness. Yeah. So this brought me back to that. This this group, you know, is they've coalesced. They've become a group together. But they just give it to each other, and they, you know, I, I look. Uh, it made me laugh. I laughed. Well, what, was there anything that jokes. you liked about the movie, Russ? Um, let me just get over. So, overall, you like the soundtrack? Overall, I enjoyed it. The soundtrack, like like the first one, just great. Yeah. You know, just wonderful. Just uh, all the great. All these great seventies hits and like, that okay. are kind of forgotten. Yeah, they're they're really like, so it is yeah. nice to yeah. have them back, dude. For sure. Um, yeah. Over me. See, the, here's the thing. Well, what's up? Overall, the, the plot it's, 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 was a, thin. it's a very forgettable movie because there like, was no story. I, I, you know, it was the really kind of a, a, really an origin story for Star Lord and and, ah. and and what happened. I mean, and I get. I mean, I, I was thinking that like, oh, this is just a Star Lord movie. It's a uh, you know, and then there's. Um, I think there are some common. I think right. I think the uh, Drax character is funny, especially when right. interacting with the uh, antenna woman on right on, oh, that's on, on the planet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, you, you are hideous. You're, <laughs> it's right. You're, yeah. you're beautiful on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think he's very that that character is very well thought out. Yeah. yeah. And he just he he, he delivers the uh, the lines very well. Um, I did miss the big Groot. Oh, I, I think yeah, I think I the rock, rocket character was almost non-existent until like the last half hour, like like the whoa, last. Whoa, 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 oh, woman, well, he's whoa, whoa, going whoa, off whoa. on Taser Face, man. Whoa, 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 dude, it was light on rocket, light on rocket until until the, t- the Taser Face was. Well, that was hilarious. Yes, and, but but I until that point, until that point, it was like he was like an inanimate object sitting on like the ship, and he like didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like ah. Oh, well, what about when character. those guys were attacking him and he was like guarding the ship after Star Lord and the rest had been taken off to meet his dad, and Rocket was like back guarding the ship with and uh, he was just taking out people left and right. He was blowing people up with landmines. Dude, and, I love watching him fight. Oh, he man. was he was tearing tearing some stuff up there. That is so funny, man. He goes. But I think that's not the best part of that character. The best part of that character is well in the first movie was the dialogue. Yeah. It was the smart dialogue. It was the, uh, you know, look at the leg. Oh, you know, oh, I just thought it'd be funny. It was right, not be funny. Yeah. What he looked like when you yeah. got his leg? Yeah. You know, I mean, it was just, I don't know. That was yeah, kind of man. A, so that's hard to believe that the dude Chris Cooper does the voice Bradley of Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper does the voice of Rocket. Rocket, and Bradley Cooper's a handsome guy, right? I mean, is he? I don't know. Is he a handsome? I mean, he's I mean, considered a handsome guy a handsome by handsome most guy? people. So, and he does voices on top of it because I love yeah. that. Well, uh, Vin Diesel is Groot. Yeah, see, I don't I understand why. That. Why you, you don't need Vin Groot. Diesel to be Groot. Why, you can get anybody that? to be Groot. Just, you get like well, the the guy walking down the hallway that brings hey, you the coffee. Can hey, be Groot. hey, Jimmy, we need somebody to Groot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say I'm Groot. I'm it's kind of like okay, the one good, time, thanks. dude. It's kind of like the one time uh, Maggie Simpson ever talked. It was yeah. Elizabeth Taylor, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it's okay. Like <laughs> a big deal, you know. But um, well, fudge, man, I really like that character Rocket, and I like Big Groot. And if Big Groot was absent for this whole movie, then I can understand. You know, I feel like Russell's kind of saying like. Little baby Groot was kind of like an Ewok in Return of the Jedi. But no, like, baby Groot was the ro- was the star. Baby Groot is a rock star. Everybody wants to own a baby Groot. Well, again, they're just they're He's so cute, baby Groot. But he didn't remember, do anything. Remember the trailer where, where he rock, do Rocket's like, "Oh, do, do nothing." Okay, you wait. You push. You push this. You push this, and then you push this button. Don't right. push this button. Right. And, I am Groot. And he goes, "I am Groot." And yeah. then he goes, "Like I he's going to push the." Right. No, that's the button that kills us all immediately. Don't push that button. He goes. I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> and then he runs off with the thing. It was, Baby Groot was great. And my favorite part of the movie also had Baby Groot. So Ro- Rocket's in a jail cell with Yondo at one point. 
Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. I love Yondo. Yondo! Oh, okay, friggin' show, man. I'm a Yondo They're stuck in this jail cell. There's been a mutiny. They've basically taken over Yondo's ship and killed half of his crew. That's where Taserface is Taserface has taken over the ship. So... Baby Groot comes along, and Rocket's tr- and 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 Yondo are trying to get him to go get this, you know, his um his little head tail thing. That, he's he's got his original one. He's got his original one that that he, oh that covers his yeah because his, his one got shot off. Nebula yeah. shot off his thing, so that's why he has no power right now. So he basically gets jailed. What do you mean he doesn't have that metal thing on? his If he doesn't head? have that head thing on his head, he can't do the whistle. Oh, yeah, that's the thing that thing. controls oh, the yeah. uh, the the dark. Yeah, so I, anyway, I love that. So Rocket and Yondo are sitting there trying to convince Baby Groot to go sneak into the the room, open the certain drawer with a symbol on it, and bring back, you know, his head thing. Right. And so Baby Groot goes, okay, I understand. He runs off and he comes back and he brings him, like, his underwear. Yeah. And then he comes back and he brings something else. And, he, and this goes on for, like, he must have brought him, like, 15 different things. And they're, like, they're all the wrong thing. Like, he, at one point he brings off, like, a severed thumb. He comes back with a severed thumb and they're like, oh, I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't even want to know where that well, came from. Well, now, who was the bad guy, I, uh, for sure, in this well, movie? Well, if you haven't I mean, seen the movie, it might spoil it for you. Uh, d- well... Oh, oh! You mean because it's the bad guy is one of them amongst them, mm. kind of a double agent? Because I don't trust that blue bald headed broad. Well, she's kind of always kind of a she bad girl. She was evil. She's, she's, she's yeah, but I like her and her sister. Yeah, so well, spicy. This, Russell said this movie was about nothing. This movie was about family and connections. Oh. Everybody had a storyline that had to do with family. Where it was, it was Star Lord meeting, got, finally getting to meet his dad. It was Nebula and, and um, Zamora. You know, trying well, so, to find their sisterhood. So, so I thought that Star Lord's mom was raped by a uh, alien. Yes, oh, it was, Ru- it, was consen- had, it was consensual. Who had cancer? Come, come, come on, it was. <laughs> oh, it was consensual. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Where did I get the whole rape? I don't thing? know. I don't know. <laughs> like a macular well, deception. Look, thought. man, I figured that she must have. Well, been Well, she just raped, said he, okay? he came from the stars or something. Right. She, her, oh, yeah, but I thought. That, okay, yeah. but I thought that he was radioactive, which is why she ended up getting cancer. Oh. No, it's it's. So I need to see the the, the so full movie. So we should just go movie. spoilers here and just you know ruin it for Andy. I yes, go please do. <laughs> so basically, you I, know, I'm gonna see. It we with love Mackie. Kurt Russell. We just talked about what a badass he oh, was. Man, did so did he poison that woman? Oh, he was bone tomahawk tombstone. Hey, he did this Skid one for the money. Gore. All right. No, no, he was he was that you know he was such a good good nice character in those Disney movies where he played Dexter Riley. Well. Star Lord, he's like a nice guy, you know. He misses his son. He's been out looking for his son. Well, little do you know, uh, the reason you know Yondo's kind of like on the fringe now, you know, he's like kind of a fringe Ravenger is because Yondo used to deliver um, Star Lord's children to him, basically. Uh, Not Star Lord. Egos, ego, 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 which is the what do you mean deliver his children? But to he him. spread his seed across the universe. In oh, Star Lord's yeah. dad did. Yes. Yeah, he was. He's sleeping with looking, more than just the mom. Looking for. His the 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 one offspring that could would carry his you know he, yeah. his, his 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 genes live up to yeah. his, what he, he felt. was basically like a god yes and he was a, he was a celestial in the celestial, Marvel world yes. so it's like a half a half an angel he basically like he basically cr- can create like an entire planet with his, like his mind oh basically. so he's like a, he's like a super powered like oh, god so he is like kind of like an alien yes yeah. oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. Well, so, so so somewhere Star Lord must have hundreds or thousands of brothers and sisters, dude. That would well, be an interesting. Well, we get to see them. He, he might have. Yeah, he they, might have. they were all there. They were all there, but in bone form. A, in a giant cave. pile of bones. Oh, because shit. they couldn't How handle egos. Uh, apparently, been doing this for long time. You know, so they got to end up killing his own dad, you know, his own daw. Yeah, well, his own dad, who basically is the planet. So they have to blow wow. up the freaking planet, which is his dad. See, so I, and would then, have a, I would have a hard time with that. And then it also answers the question of why Yondo never delivered him to his dad. Yondo was Let me guess delivered him to his dad. Yondo decided, oh. I've had enough of this. I'm not taking I'm this I'm not kid. taking one more kid to Dude, be their dad. And that was the first time. Yondo was like his father figure. And that was the family. first time he... He cut Star Lord a break. Yeah, that was like the first time Star Lord got. And there's break. a funny line where Star Lord's like, "Well, why would you always threaten to eat me?" And he goes, oh, well, "That was dude. just a joke." That was we thought it was funny. <laughs> no, dude. And in the first movie, he goes, 
I could have eaten you. And he goes, man, you always want me to thank you for not eating me. People you don't know? eat other yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> you always want me to thank but so you So anyway, for it turns out the me. end that like he, Star-Lord kind of realizes that Yondo was really like his father, basically. Yeah. No well, tricks, boy. A messed up father that helped the whole, him steal stuff. And, the whole Yondo yeah. storyline was, right. to me, the best part of the movie. Well, Anything right, had to do man. with Yondo yeah. because he – and then I have to say the second part was um, kind of the, you know, the pulling the – the, the Nebula and yeah. Zamora when she basically I think Karen Gillum wanted to be in the next movie yeah. and like and be in the, be part of the the, yeah, uh, the yeah. Guardians and so now they're cool now they're back to being yeah. you know buddy buddy yeah but she's uh, still kind of you know a violent sister to have oh her. absolutely absolutely yeah but, but that's I, I the did, whole point you know at that one point you know after they, she's waiting for her to like say uncle and like she's there and they're, you're kicking ass and now all of a sudden okay I beat you right you, I beat you yeah yeah yeah, yeah you beat me okay okay no, we're good now. Yeah, because you know, it's like, warriors, oh, what was that? Dude. That was the whole time? Like, that was Anyway, it. there were tons of Easter eggs in this movie. They had Sylvester Stallone was in this movie. It's like, ah, and Head Ravenger. And, and apparently hey, his character, because I, I never read the comics, so I didn't know this until, you know, reading stuff afterwards. But his character in that group that he was with, because right. he had um, a couple other famous actors, like Michelle Yeoh and uh, who's the tall uh, black guy? Remember at the very end? Where it showed Yondo with, I mean, not him, like it showed... Oh, the guy, yeah, the they guy. were like the original Guardians because Star Lord apparently didn't come along until much later in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Sylvester Stallone's crew was like the original Guardians of the Galaxy with Yondo and Sylvester Stallone's character and a couple other characters. I see. That's why they they, they kind of highlighted them in, at the in end. That. Yeah. See, but if you don't, I like I, yeah. I I've never seen any of those, or any of those, so I have no idea. It was just basically like a higher paid actor cameos. Yeah. And all Yondo that. ought to get his own movie, dude. But I would be Dude, disappointed well, to have Kurt well, Russell in well, there. Unfortunately. I would be bummed to see <laughs> Kurt. Oh, you son. His blue Yondo blood is all over the place. Yondo sacrificed himself so Star-Lord Now, play. Now I'm understanding why Russ has a problem with this movie, man. Because Kurt Russell was evil and you know, our favorite guy dies. You know? yeah, so, and yeah. doesn't get to do his flute at all. Oh no. No, oh, no. Oh, no. You know he what? The best part he gets is, something finally so, gets like, juiced Nebula up. So, like, Nebula shoots off the uh, his original, like, like short little uh, mohawk yeah. thing. The best part is after- the old one that he has, like, his spare one, full-on, like, oh, six-inch mohawk. No oh, and it is cool. kick-ass. He's walking oh, through the no ship way. whistling, taking out, like... Hundreds of dudes. Oh, dude! I can't it was like a symphony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm. We're, we're, Mac and I haven't seen it yet, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're lucky. We haven't seen it, and uh, I forget. We've been busy with Battlefield One and video game, dude. But um, well, Russ, what would you give Guardians of the Galaxy Two? Two. Now, despite my Harsh- my givings. harshness, I would still. Like the first one, I would but say like, was a he, solid was a solid eight eight and a half. Okay, I thought the that first one was was really good. This is down just below that. I gave Boom Tomahawk a six and a half. Yeah, Russ is very very uh, uh, six and a half. Critical. And you said yet if it didn't have the brutal ending, it would have been a three. That's it's true. Right. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Because there would have been nothing. There. Yeah, there would have been nothing there. Uh, I, I I'm probably gonna give it a solid seven. I'm surprised that you actually give it that high the way you were talking about it. Well, I, I no, mean, I, I think because, like, you know what, the, my favorite part of any of these movies, even the, in the first one, was the music. Every time yeah. I, I, it just like, I hear that song, I go, oh, that's that part in Guardians, yeah. that this. And then, right. so, and I've seen that, and that movie probably a dozen times. I have a list of songs that need to go into a Guardians of Galaxy yeah. movie, yes. you know, that are just great that we grew up with on AM radio, and people need to hear them. Well, I went into the first Guardians not knowing what the heck Guardians was. Right. I remember seeing this sneak peek at Disneyland, and I went, oh my God, this looks kick-ass, because it had all the theater effects and everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I actually have to see this movie in the theaters now. I, 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 at first I was thinking, a walking tree and a raccoon with a rocket on his shoulder what the hell is this crap uh, yeah man. this is gonna be like marvel's biggest gamble i thought like right. you know, oh, this yeah. give me the movie they lose their lunch on but it, they didn't yeah, they had good riders and they didn't and stuff. it came out it great and well i loved this second one i was like i could have gone out of the theater and if guardians 3 was playing in the theater a couple things down i would have walked right into the next one well i'm, I I'm think ready for, I would i'm ready too, for more yeah. so mm, i man. gave this a, i gave it a 10 and like I realized that it was not, you know, 
perfect or amazing plot or anything. I just had fun the entire movie. And like the jokes that you didn't like, like I was like cracking up at. And I just like loved the crap out of this movie. I love Kurt Russell as like the, the, you know, godlike guy who turned villain. He even, he even started reciting some of the lyrics to the song back to him as he was explaining, you know, trying to explain like how the, it was a Darth Vader moment. Like join me son. Yeah. Rule the galaxy. And that was a thing that, when you said like, oh, I thought like you know, she, he was radioactive and gave the, his mom cancer. Yeah, that was the other. That was the other yeah, he big thing. Purposely gave her cancer. Purposely, he said, you know, I got so tired. I purposely gave her cancer. <laughs> I felt bad giving her cancer. Go on, Brad. <laughs> so you rate this movie a ten out of ten for the following reasons. For the following reasons. Because it was fun, enjoyable, kick-ass. It reminded me of, like, it kind of steps out of the Guardian, I mean, of the Marvel Universe. A lot of the Marvel movies are kind of, a little bit serious. They got some humor in them, but they're more grounded. This was more like you were watching something out of uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm, okay, They've got, yeah. like, this alien race that uses simulated video games to to try to fight you with these, like, um, you know, drone ships. And Brad has sold me on Guardians, too. Mm. And I will be giving it an eight out of ten <laughs> without even without seeing even it. seeing it's the thing. see it <laughs> because I know I'm gonna like it. Oh, yeah, right. you know what I mean, yeah. yeah. Glad my my work here is come to come well, to fruition. Of course. Well, so, I love well, the first. But, but I can throw in a little mouse minute here. This, I think you better. This weekend, May twenty seventh, opening date. First of all, for Pirates Five, which I'm a huge fan of the Pirates franchise, and I will mm. be seeing that. Oh, but man. also at Disneyland, remember the the poor old Tower of Terror? Yeah, the Twilight Zone Tower. Of Have Terror you gone no on more. that thing yet? Man? No, it opens up on this weekend, and it's uh, the Mission Breakout: Guardians of the Galaxy. The ride's going to have six different so- songs, so every time you go on it, you might get a different song from the movie. Nice for the thing, and I mean, obviously, it's going to be the same ride vehicle, so it's going to be very similar. But but it's it opens up this weekend. I'm excited. Can't wait to go on it. There's also wow. going to be like it's the summer of heroes. They're going to have like a Star Lord like dance off or whatever. So there's <laughs> going to be like probably like Guardians music from the movies, you know, playing at a dance party. You know where they had Electronica or um, Mad Tea Party? There was like an area where they had like the, they've been doing like music stuff for quite sure, a while. Yeah, of course. And now it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy music. So I'm nice. looking forward to that as as well as the ride. So that would be the, my mouse minute. Pirates this weekend, Guardians this weekend. Dude, you got to keep doing your mouse minute for a second. Okay, and also in Disney World, this doesn't really apply to us, but they mm. just finally, after about six years of construction, have opened Pandora, the world of Avatar. Oh, and Animal Kingdom. Wow. <laughs> and the electrical parade currently at Disneyland. <laughs> Boys and girls, Disneyland proudly presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination in thousands of sparkling lights. And Brad, you guys can't see this at home, but Brad knows every word to this. All right, all right, all right. So, damn it, I didn't get to the good part. All right. Anyhow, we've got one last movie we got to talk about. Yes. Hey, hey, hi, Gavna. So, so Andy only saw part of it, or I saw the extended trailer, and I read a uh, fan page. On okay. It. Okay. And Russell was gonna give up on it, which I was me- because I was about halfway through, and I'm like, I don't know if this is going anywhere, man. Oh no. Where he, did you see it? And then Brad's text to me was, "Oh man, keep going." No, yeah. I saw and, that. And, and yeah. Like you know, it pays off. I'm like. And I and I watched the whole thing. I can't I can't hundred percent say you were right, bro. Oh. No, <laughs> well, well, no, 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 no. Russell's wait a minute. Been banana splitting me all night now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Russ, what's up with the banana splits on challenge? <laughs> Hashtag banana now, splits. <laughs> now wait a minute, you guys. Now wait a damn minute because this movie and what is happening right here illustrates my point about Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. like no other. Uh, having said that, what did you like about this movie? This movie was like a s- super cool... It's a sci-fi movie, right? Yeah, it's a super cool, like, Outer Limits movie. Like, just kind of totally unexpected. I went into this movie, like, cold, just based on, like, the like the little remark. 
So I hadn't even seen the trailer. So I had no clue what I was getting into. And it just like totally surprised me out of nowhere. It was a low budget, like super low budget. Super. Super low budget. Super low budget. Like one set. You only one. (laughs) One one, house, one one set. Only one actor I recognize. It could be a stage play, basically. It could be. Oh, absolutely could be. And it was basically the only actor you'd recognize would be Xander from from Buffy Buffy. the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. I'm glad to know he's still around. Nicholas Brendan. And then it's basically like, okay, there's, there, there, I'll, I'll just read, read from like what I wrote about it. Cause it says basically, yeah, man, read it. It centers on a dinner party. A bunch of friends are having when a strange comet flies over the lights go out. They wander outside to check things out and only notice that the entire neighborhood is dark with the exception of one house. A few blocks away, a couple of the guys go to check it out to see if they can use a phone and instead return with some really strange, unbelievable news about the other house. This sets up a strange, cool, twisted movie. It could have been a stage play. Well, there it is right there. Because pretty much the entire movie takes place in one location. Yeah, now, you read my now, review, Russell. Now, on the, extended, uh, on the extended trailer, there was a lot of dialogue and people sitting around tables. And, yes. You know, and, and, oh, and it had that, uh, and then that, you know, Motion cam, like not even good motion cam. Like you need to buy, get a better motion. <laughs> so what happens? Well, so there's a group of people in a house. Basically, thing. you slowly start to figure out that like something weird's going on. Like they went and checked out this other house. They come back. They're all like, Why did they go check out the other house? It was the only other house that had a, that had they lights had a, on. They had a generator. Oh, you mean, this house. They had a generator. Oh, 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 a comet goes by and all the light and goes lights out. in the whole neighborhood go ah, out. So it's it, kind of creepy. It, it. So they yeah, walk. Okay, they I, walk I know through the darkness happened. to the other house. These two guys and they come back. And, like, they're all kind of freaked out. And uh, all of a sudden, there's, like, you know, they're, they're discussing stuff. And there's, like, uh, you know, then a couple more people go out to check something. And they come back. You start to find out that, like, basically, they're, this other house is the same house. And they're basically crossing, like, into multiverses. Right. And, like, so, like, each person comes back. And, like, they're not, they may not be the guy who left. They're not necessarily the same And so there's person. all these, like, little clues where, like, they've written something and put it in a box. Or, like, some people had, like, a, like red candles and green candles. And right, you right. get halfway through crack the movie. Crack phone, no crack phone. Yeah, you get yeah. halfway through the movie and you start to realize that, like, none of these people may be the people from the original house. Like, they're all from different multiverses. None of them know how to get back. By the way, we didn't tell them the name of the movie. What was important? Coherence. The name of the movie is Coherence. Coherence. Yes, from yes. 2014. 13. Uh, anyway. Okay, I have a 14 down, but two, okay. I'll go with 2013. But anyway, so it's, it's just really cool because it kind of slowly unravels. And the weird thing about this movie, because as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh, wow, that was like cool, trippy. Like, I like things that are weird. I like Outer Limits-y type stuff. I like Twilight Zone type stuff. This was like right in that genre. And I immediately watched the director's commentary. And what I found out during the director's commentary was they basically didn't even give people, like, the whole plot or the whole story. He gave them, like, character sheets. Like, this is your character. Yeah. And they did a lot of improv, which is why there was, like, the one camera and, like, they were moving around. He would basically tell them, okay, now you two need to get into a fight or whatever over, over this thing. He wouldn't tell them the whole thing. He wouldn't tell the actors even, like, the whole thing that was going on. Oh. And it made it, like, really interesting to, like, to knowing this this after watching it and loving it, going, oh, my God, like, half of that was, like, just improv. They were just, like, like you know, even some of the stuff, like, some of the characters would find out that that, that they weren't from the, that house, like, you know, halfway through the movie or stuff. So, so, like, a lot of it was just, like, like, the characters were finding this stuff out as you were. Right. So I thought that made it kind of interesting. And 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 I, and I you didn't get it into it as much as I did obviously. But I just really liked the fact that like the, the twist later on was just like they're all wait a second, you came from the house where they they sent the thing back in the box that was like a a keychain and so do the I'm people... from the house that they put like, you know, a knife in the box and So so the people who come back who are from another multiverse, do they have the memories of or do they do they go they're, shit on the They're almost the wrong exactly house? the same. Oh, they're, they're the same person they just, you know, well, they've just made slightly different uh, decisions oh, that so night. so maybe they don't know that they're in another multiverse because they are, Most of the movie they just think the it's they just think like something weird's going some on. Weird's, yeah, some somebody just knocked on our door. Somebody just left a note. That note was in your handwriting. Like how did that happen? Yeah. And it was just like it was just really weird and then like it kind of gets a little trippy at the end because the one girl decides, you know, this world's screwed up. I don't want to be here. So she starts going looking for different worlds. And she passes, like, four different houses where, they're, like, they're arguing or fighting. or And then she yeah. goes into this one world where she where her relationship is fixed that was messed up in the other 
universe, and she right. decides I'm going to kill this version of me and take over this girl's life and live in this world. So it was, it That's was crazy. It was trippy, but I just thought the cool part was like piecing it together when you start to find out that like, oh, wait a second, that guy walked away with they walked away with like red things and they came back with like blue things. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it was just weird when you got finally got to the point where it was like literally there was only two people who hadn't left the house and everybody else was from a different house from a different that's universe. Crazy, man. Yeah, that was probably the that's probably the, like that pivotal moment where yeah. they it's the big reveal. Like we all think like they were saying like oh these two guys yeah they had the right candlesticks but we stole these other ones these blue yeah. these uh, these light sticks you know yeah. glow sticks and they finally figured out like oh these two guys are might be from a different. A different you yeah. know, house, a different area, and and then they they start asking questions and yeah. going, what, "What what did you see in this?" And they realize, "Holy shit! Only two two of us are actually from here. Yeah. Everybody else, we've all left and come and come back. Yeah, and we're not we're, the same, we're not yeah. the same person. Yeah, so, so like, it's cool. So, so paranoia starts kicking in. There's also there's also this one really good creepy scene where they're walking between the houses and they see themselves across the street, with the other street. with yeah, the other colored cool, sticks dude. and they're as they're passing and they're just kind of like it's kind of like oh my god <laughs> what just that's happened cool. and so. why and why did xander hate himself so much that he came in and kicked his own ass <laughs> i can't remember that part specifically because it was, i saw this like probably about seven months ago yeah well i was saying at some point that you but know, there was there was they, something where like one of the people had like in one of the universes had like cheated on the other person or something and right. so like a fight started over that like he had cheated on the you know the other guy's the other guy's wife wife and, and whatever but that didn't happen like in the other universe but yeah he, <laughs> and then he said kid get this thousands of me have cheated on yeah that with the thousands of your, your wives, wives. Uh, yeah all these and then he starts to fight or whatever and then he starts hitting, yeah. hitting, hitting oh so they figure it out oh he just confesses to it basically yeah he's, he's like, like basically all, like, no, no, yeah no, but i mean they figure out the multiverse thing yeah well, yeah oh, basically yeah. at the end they figure out like this you know, oh, 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 oh. that's why I told you at the end, the one girl just decides she can't, she hates her life now because like her boyfriend doesn't love her anymore, whatever. She's all screw this. I'm just going to go find a better world. And she finds a better world and have basically has to kill off herself <laughs> her other self to try to take over that character in that world. Yeah. So that's why I loved it. I thought it was original. I thought it was like really creative that they did this on like a shoestring. I mean, if you looked up the budget for this, I bet it was less than uh Bone Tomahawk for sure. Oh, absolutely, and, and that was you know I I give it a lot of points for being original. Dude. I think the whole first half of it that I watched before, yeah. and when I asked you, is this there a payoff? Because yeah. this, so far this sucks. It just I spent you know fifty minutes going. What's going on? I, I really don't want to watch this. I really yeah. don't want to watch this, and that just made but that, this... that seems to be a, a regular occurrence for Russell. <laughs> like he's like a. I'm kind of watching Bo uh, Tomahawk in the background. Uh, that's I fall true. asleep ten times during uh, Raiders of Atlantis. <laughs> nah, I fall asleep during movies too. Man. It's hard, no, but, to get but quiet you know, time. but the second half was it. it you know, yeah. kind of that second act. Like, okay, now that we know what's wrong and what's happening. What yeah. are we going to do about it? And you, well, Russ, let me ask you this: yes. Who like it more? Better. Obviously, Brad like it more better. No, I know, but audience or critics? Uh, I would say it would be critically higher than um, than audience. That's my that's my guess on that. Because I, I think I think my, I think a lot of people would see like Brad yeah. find, find it innovative. Find well, because I, I mean, I come from like story. a film school background, so I'm thinking of it in a different way. Like, a, how many people run directly to the uh, the director commentary? Not too many people. No, when they're not very it. many people. I'll tell you that. Best, Are, best. Okay, wait. Go ahead, finish, and then I. But what it. do you think? By your, your I think that he's right. I think that the uh, the critics probably liked it a little bit better and gave it a seventy four. I was gonna say seventy two. Well, get this, guys. The audience gave it an 88, and the critics gave it an 80. Wow. Wow. So there's something okay. to coherence. There is man. something to coherence. Um, now, was this ever in the theaters? This is a direct-to-DVD. I don't think so. It says I it was it not. It says it was not. You saw it on Netflix? Yeah, I saw it on Netflix. I didn't know it was on, on Netflix. On a disc. On disc only. Oh, shit. Got it. Remember, I'm a disc, yeah, disc yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. streamer. Got it. But anyway, well, look, dude, you should feel somewhat vindicated because, I mean, goddamn, no, 88% was, on it was Rotten original. And there's so few films today that are original. Yeah. So that's well, now I the, would give the first the, half of the movie a two yeah. and the second half of the movie a, uh, a solid eight. Uh, the bad, dude, 
a lot of the bad reviews <laughs> see, in here. But you here. can't do that. You have to. You have to like see the movie as a whole. Like if you were watching the Spanish Prisoner, have you ever seen the Spanish Prisoner with uh, uh, Steve Martin? I can't say. Uh, Oh my God! It's such it's a David Mamet um, film. You know who he is? Yeah, he basically oh, played Gary Glenn Ross that yeah. kind of stuff. Anyway, you're watching this movie, and it's just like one of those movies. You're just like you start getting frustrated with it. You're like, what the what the hell is going on? What is going on with this movie? Like, I don't understand it. Like, you basically for ha- more than half the movie, you're just like, oh, I don't understand this movie. I'm getting irritated, and then all of a sudden the twist comes and starts unraveling. And you're like, oh my God, this film is brilliant. So that so if you ever want another movie. That you got to make it past the halfway point for to like. Go That's with, not the sign of a good movie. Yes, though. it is. That's not <laughs> because, because because it basically it turns out to be like oh my god that movie was like awesome. The top the top gripes about coherence were that the people were annoying and that if you were into stuff like the Twilight Zone you'd pretty much seen all that stuff before. That's what the negative reviews yeah. said about yeah, it. Okay, I've said <laughs> I, I did find myself hating most of them by the. By the well, by the middle of the movie, when yeah. the soon as, as soon as by, when the time by the time you get the reveal that okay, yeah. you know they get this yeah. book you know, from the guy's brother or something like yeah. that, and the car, it's like, why was that book in the car? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, there were, there were a lot of things that like else right, left right, it. Yeah, right. see, that was the that was the like okay, it was like a puzzle. Any well, alternate dimension movie or time travel movie, they're hard. You know, sometimes you're like, we gotta get you a different arm with this. I don't know. <laughs> Do we need to get him one that comes down from the a scene. boom? Yeah, boom. You know, boom you're just smacking the crap out of that thing all night. Okay. That's all right. I, I had a thing that, that was this thing at commentaries. Okay, best commentary. Have you have you ever watched film commentaries? Before I even say, uh, I watched. Okay, I, I, so I have I have listened to some. A couple, yes. dude. Remember when DVDs came out real yeah. quick? One of the first ones was Spinal Tap with the director's commentary, uh-huh. and the other one was The Exorcist with okay. the director's commentary. And I watched The Exorcist with director's commentary, and it was really fascinating. So you'd say that was probably the best director's commentary you've seen? Well, yeah, because it took something I was frightened of and just. I kind have to of watch the Spinal Tap down. director's commentary oh. now because I'm intrigued. Oh, that's that hilarious! Oh, it's okay. got. Harry Shear and all the guys. The two and, for me uh, that are the best. Meathead. Uh, you need to watch Conan the Barbarian. Okay. Conan gets uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and the director. I don't think either of them had seen this film in 20 plus years. And I think they were hitting the whiskey or something because uh, oh, they're they loose. sounded like they were wasted the whole time. Arnold just basically like narrates what's happening on the screen. Yeah, then I picked up the sword. Then I yeah, and then, then I, I picked up the sword. And, oh, here's and, the uh, OG scene. Oh, it was very <laughs> cold. Oh, look at the young me. He, it's a little boy. And he, why is he me. wearing lipstick? Oh, it's hilarious. I was so tight back then. And then also, dude, where's my car's commentary is pretty hilarious <laughs> Those because guys are funny, they start man. going off on these tangents about how like one of them like how they had to film some scenes in some strip club and like the one girl was like. Hitting on Aston Kutcher and and it's just like they go way off track of like what the what they're supposed to be talking about right. and just talking about all this like behind the scenes shenanigans. Well, I think that's part talk of about the a good dude, movie. Dude, where's my car? Yeah, that was movie. funny, that's man. Like, I love it. And Ashton Kutcher, I remember watching that movie and thinking. That kid, that Ashton Kutcher, he's got a, a future. Well, he's in this going town. someplace, going that guy. Yeah. So what about you? What's your any director commentary stick out at you? Um, you know, I used to have some that I've but I've, I've never I've, watched. I've long forgotten. Dude, I've, 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 I've watching him since right. I started streaming. There's no commentary. So yeah, I've never it. watched a full director's commentary, mm. so I'll have to do that sometime. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe Spinal Tap. I need to. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'm Spinal Tap. Dude, I kind of got a hard out tonight All at right. ten fifteen. Any old well, we, any business we got to well, wrap we up? We are done. So, Brad, coherence. I give it obviously a nine. Nine, I it. nine out of ten. No, oh I'd god, it, oh here I'd we go. Give, I would give it a, 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 you know, a five. A five. Five. So two for the yeah, beginning, and eight bad. for the end ends up a five. Yes. Yeah, dude, because okay. the idea was fantastic. Yeah. Everyone agrees that the. Idea I think it was, was a good idea. Yeah. I think yeah. you could have done something. So you think that a maybe, little maybe, different? Maybe with, if it was more scripted and less improv, then you would have liked. It. I kind of. I, liked I that probably factor. could have. I probably. I would say it was true. Yeah. I would like to see their doppelgangers confront them with swords and knives and and Ash versus the Evil Dead type shit. It wasn't wasn't that type of movie. No, of course not. I think maybe, I mean, we don't have a topic yet for next little. Well, there's always something on We don't have a topic yet. Again. Too much of this, Pepsi. Too much, I tell you. You got it. You got it. We don't have a topic yet for the next time. 
But I think we uh, have any of you guys seen the full Blade Runner trailer? No, I'm very excited, except I'm worried about Harrison Ford falling down. I'm <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to break okay. his hip, and I don't want him to. No, they already, they've already filmed it. He's okay. He's, he's still, oh, hopefully he doesn't break his hip God. during Indy. Okay, well, he's not playing an evil robot, is he? Because if he's an evil android or some stupid thing, I can't take it. I don't know. Anyway, watch the trailer before next time. We can do a brief discussion on that. Okay. Except I can't wait. Piece, and then we'll come up with something else. I can't wait for that. Are we going to let Andy pick a movie, or are you going to pick a, a romance pick one? A, or are we going to watch a, Eddie and the Cruisers? What's, what's going on next time? You, know, you did mention one. Uh, I, I was on Facebook Briefly, you mentioned another movie besides uh, Coherence. I thought, oh, I watched that movie recently. Oh, what was that? Um, and I think, oh, that was good. And that was a good movie. I thought, oh, that's great. I like to, uh, I like to watch that one. Okay, let's see if that's in the here. Andy Vamp for a second. What movie are you guys talking about? You're talking about uh... this movie was on Netflix. Uh, it was, uh, it was, it was good. And it was that not, narrows it down. It was not Master of Disguise, but we, we should watch that. Oh one. my god, dude, daddy, he make it a stinky. Dude, that movie is so great, Dana Carvey, man. Dude, you know Dana when, you know when that, by the way, you know when that movie was made? I was like, oh, I was like, ninety-two. Uh, no. I'm gonna guess two thousand three. Are you shitting me? I could me? not believe what I. Oh my god! I think. Wow, that doesn't sound right. I said yeah. Guardians Two or Coherence. No, so I'm not sure what else I said. Oh, there was another one. I'll find it. Well, well look, oh, we oh, should oh. do we should definitely oh, do like a Netflix gem. And speaking of guilty, pleasures, I can't find any. Speaking of guilty pleasures, August third at the OC Fair is Huey. Oh, dude, I'll go see Huey Lewis in the news. If Kim, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. wants to go, Huey Lewis and the and news, the news. not just oh, Huey and Lewis. the news. Oh, right. So maybe I'll send you guys the link because we want to. If we go, we want to get tickets together, and we don't have to sit in the good seats, dude. They got seats as cheap as like you know. The, you Where's this Pacific Amphitheater? Amphitheater? It's, it's small. Good, yeah. You can see everything from everywhere. Anywhere totally, there, yeah. so totally. We should just coordinate and get like tickets wow. together. Yeah, I have to say, worst podcast end ever. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> so, that. Sorry. Dude, I give the audience gives this podcast and a 32 and critics give it a 5. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Just the but luckily the the uh the beginning and the middle were okay. It re- yeah, redeemed yeah. us. I'm sorry. Shank I didn't mean to right. shake us down with the with Huey Lewis uh, tickets, but Anyway, we'll come up with the movie for next time yep. and uh we'll, we'll put it out on there on Facebook so you can watch it and uh and then uh Critique along with us. Oh, yes. And also go on to our Facebook page. I just post, mm-hmm. reposted. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think I did that on my regular Dude, page. Dude, you posted, posted it on, on the page. I posted. I originally posted on the Superman Fantastic page. Right. And someone wrong. I was trying to share it on my page. I'll post. I'll repost it on this okay. page. And I will. Andy's po- hit song. Thank you. Where's my other shoe? Yeah, dude, Brad posted my that. video. Where's your other shoe? Oh, Russell and his family are in the video. I was basically and, uh, just I was basically seeing you and Eric post some of your SoundCloud things and I kept going, right. you know what? I need to watch the video for Where's My Other oh, Shoe again. Oh, thank you, man. Because I love it. It's so classic. It it ties in with and Pirates it, of the Caribbean. It does, and it absolutely. hits home, yeah, right, so. dude? I mean, you're going to be looking God, I was guys. thinking about that one day like when I was watching him for like 4 hours while Kim was gone and thinking he was just crying. I couldn't get him to stop crying. Yeah. Yeah. I just kept singing to myself, bad dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad dad. Doctor says, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a bad dad. I, hey. I put on his diaper the wrong way, and I'm just thinking <laughs> the bad dad lyric from that. You'll song. get through it, man. So you guys so, love this. Thank you. So and yeah, we'll so it. so we'll put that we'll put that in the show notes as well, okay. as well as, yeah. well as that. Uh, Mandy Brandy, uh, Mandy, song I'll send you that. From the, yeah, uh, and, and my band. quiz, dude. I'd like to people who quiz. liked it more better put that up there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, all that'll be at superfantasticterrific.com. And, and follow uh, the Facebook page. Facebook page yeah. and uh, the blog. Follow and Lake Dolores. Follow Lake Dolores. Is soon to have a new name, I hear. Yeah, Lake Dolores is kind of, you know, we've been at it for 20 years now. We want to move on, be something else. Eric wants to call it the French move. And I said, what's, what's the French move? And he goes, something you do with your tongue, dude. And I was like, okay. So I don't know, man. We're negotiating. So follow Lake Dolores, possibly the French move. Yeah. Good luck with that one. Hey, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you.